Last week, Australian immigration authorities released 39 refugees who had been confined within the Park Hotel in Melbourne for months. They had been sent from Papua New Guinea or Nauru, where they had been detained in most cases since 2013, for trying to enter Australia illegally by boat. These people, all of whom had been granted refugee status, continued to be detained even though they were in Australia for medical treatment. And now they are free, sort of, along with others released over past weeks. Don Wiseman spoke with a member of the Refugee Action Network, Jane Salmon. They've been imprisoned and they've been denied some of the medical care as well as ordinary care, like access to daylight. As far as some places like the Park Hotel in Melbourne goes, these people have now been freed into the community. What does that actually mean? What that means is that activists and organisations are looking for homes for 39 people who've been really badly abused. It means that we have people that need paperwork, they need money, food, uh, training, all before they get a job. And they're still living with uncertainty, denied Centrelink, and up in the air. In some cases, they are waiting to perhaps be sent on to New Zealand or the US. In a lot of cases, that may happen, but processes are clunky and slow. And that's, again, at Australia's end. And um, either way, there's a lot of rehabilitation to do. These people, some of them have been catatonic because they've been abused for such a long, prolonged period. So just simple things like walking on grass are new. And they are getting that help now. Well, it's really up to a bunch of volunteers. They get caseworkers for three weeks and they're probably given three hours each. That's not enough to actually set them right. It really takes sitting down beside someone in a government office, getting the ID, and it really takes a fair bit of emotional and practical support. Now, I'm not saying that the guys lack initiative. Some of them are up and running. They're all, they are such determined people that they're out those gates and into their own lives really, really fast. And that's very exciting to see. And the most enterprising of them will find jobs in Second Swat. But other people who perhaps are a bit sicker will take a bit longer and it'll take more. It'll take more from organisations and from individuals as well as anything the government provides. Why were they released now? Isn't that the billion-dollar question? $12 billion question. That's how much money we've wasted on warehousing people for political reasons. And we've had all these corrupt contracts, we've had all this abuse, and suddenly we're turning around and going, oh, okay, over now. Well, I think the reason is that we took some paint off the government over 12 years. It's taken the support of New Zealanders, it's taken um, the support of the community and of course it's taken the guys themselves who are very articulate and have been very brave despite the threat, threats of repercussions they've gone ahead and spoken out and sure enough the squeaky wheels got out first. Novak Djokovic when he was being kicked out of Australia in the hullabaloo over the Australian Open he was put into the Park Hotel detention. Wasn't that the dumbest PR move a really stupid, stumbling government could make. The Immigration Department 
really unwound its own multi-million dollar. I think they spend over 80 million a year on PR. And the week before there had been maggots in the food. And Djokovic talked about his time there. And that's embarrassed the Australian government. It was a condition of his own release that he didn't talk about it and he's been very circumspect but he showed some empathy um and said look i can't really speak for people i can't complain i've only been here a week these people have been detained nine years and it was a wonderful thing to have that global spotlight on the situation and i think it showed the government for the bigoted stumble bums they are all right. There are, of course, still people on Nauru and the Australian government has plans to send any more that may or may not arrive or attempt to arrive by boats. So what do, an organisation like yours, you carrying on or do you see your job as nearly complete? Quite the opposite. I think we have to make sure none of this ever happens again. We need to make sure that the people on PNG and Nauru are brought here. There are 217 of them. We need to make sure that people in the community get permanency instead of going from six week or three month visa or six month visa to visa. We need to make sure that they have access to study, to Centrelink. We need to make sure that their lives improve. On top of that, we need to educate the Australian public to make sure this never, ever happens again.